0: Ephesians chapter 4. We're going to find ourselves there. Uh, if you were to ask me, what are some things you miss about church? Um, uh, I would say, uh, for me as a student pastor, I, I miss um, uh, preaching to our teens. I enjoy, I love uh, preaching to our young people. I, I feel like uh, a part of me has been stripped away on our Wednesday nights when we go out and, and um, canvas and go to the Boys and Girls Club and, and tell people about Jesus Um, uh, I, I miss, uh, the, the one-on-one seeing them at school or at church. And, um, it's been different. I I miss our fellowships. I I miss, I miss, uh, one thing that I guess Baptists are good for is to eat. And I miss eating with everybody, hanging out. Um, I, I miss, um, I I miss Sunday school. I miss being with my Sunday school class. Uh, we have a blast where, uh, we teach, uh, our young couples, um Sunday school class and uh man we we have a good time and and it's and I I miss that. I'm, I miss um be with our, our our friends uh on the weekend, week out basis. And um but it, it, you know it, it, there's many more things I miss about the church. And um tonight we're gonna talk about uh four four lessons that we can never forget about this crisis, Four lessons that we can never forget about this crisis as far as church is related and the book of ephesians uh sets the stage for some very important truths for us to remember all the time um about about our our, our the state of our church and uh when you think about uh, ephesians chapter uh, ephesians the book of ephesians it was written by paul um while he was in jail uh, interesting enough, a couple of years before this, Paul had a great ministry in the church of Ephesus, in, in the city of Ephesus. Ephesus was the epicenter of, of worship for many uh, Greek and Roman gods. Um, Paul had a lot of successor, a lot of disciples made there, and then he, you know, as he planted church, uh, a, a church, he left there, and, and when he found himself in prison, he wrote a letter to, to the church of Ephesus. Um, if you were to break down the, the the book of Ephesians, it would be broken down in two sections, and chapter one through chapter three, it, it gives the gospel story. Uh, Paul re- reminds them about the gospel story of what Jesus did for all of us. And I mean, are we thankful for for that truth? To always be reminded about the gospel story—that what saves us. What saves us is not our membership to church. What saves us is not uh, the fact that we practice certain uh, healthy values. Or traditions, uh, uh, that are either in or outside the church and the home. That doesn't save us. What saves us is our faith in Jesus Christ and that alone. Let's remember that. I, 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 t- I told our young people the other day, just because you're at Youth of Flame or just because you're at Youth Conference doesn't mean you're saved. You're saved because you love Jesus and you believed in His sacrificial, uh, uh blood that, that shedded our, the, the, that covered our sins. And that's why you're saved because you believe in that and obviously you know that our belief drives our, our 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 actions and 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 if you truly are a believer in Jesus Christ you, your actions will show it um but the second part of the verses uh, chapters uh 4 and 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 on uh it gives our story the story of of the ephesian church and, G- and Jesus begins to, to, to re-remind them about the gospel story, about, about how the gospel changed and, and, and how the Holy Spirit uh, uh, stayed with us so that we can um, build the church and, and have this, this, this entity called the church. And it's so beautiful because, uh, because he goes on to say there in, in chapter 4 that, that, that the common theme is one, that we're one body, one Lord, one spirit, one faith, one baptism, one God. That we're united, that that there's unity in the body of Christ, that that that, that there's unity, but not so much uniformity. Though that we, though we're united, we're united in these truths that we're all universally different. Um, because and then he goes on to give the different responsibilities in uh, verse four that he gave some apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some shepherds, and some teachers for what. For the perfecting of the saints, for the, for the, for the equipping of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying the body of Christ. Verse 13, he says, till we all come in the unity of faith and the knowledge of the Son of God unto the perfect man, unto the measure of stature of the fullness of Christ. Verse 14, that we hence, thenceforth, be no more children tossed to and fro. I love how it gives an analogy of the maturity and then the, ch- the child uh, being tossed to and fro, be ca- being carried about every wind of doctrine and slight of men and cunning craftiness, whereby uh, they lie and wait and deceive. Verse 15 says, but speaking the truth in love. And oh, don't we need that today in our church, in our social media platforms? We need uh, the speaking of truth in love that we may grow up into all things, which the head, even Christ. Verse 16, we'll wrap up there. From whom the whole body, fully joined together and compacted by every which, every joint supplied, according to the effectual working in the measure of every part, make an increase of the body unto the edifying of itself again in love. Church, tonight my heart is heavy, my heart is burdened. For us to to never forget these lessons that we can learn from the the season of this this COVID this pandemic, um, four things we have to remember. According to that, I want I want to pull out these principles from uh, this this section of scripture. First of all, is this? Um, first of all, the the church's job is not to so not to protect, but more prepare. The church's job is not for us uh, to be uh, here and hidden away where we, we could be in our bubble, but it's a place for us to prepare to do the work of God. Here says, uh, I get this directly from verse 14, he gave some apostles, prophets, evangelists, shepherds, and teachers to equip the saints for the work of the ministry. Church, I, I want to beg you, I want to I help you please understand that, that we're here together. We are not consumers, we're co-laborers in the work of Christ. May we never forget that the church was established for us not to be here and to be protected, but to be here to be encouraged and to be equipped and to be strengthened to do the work of the ministry. To go and uh, to fulfill the great commission. And uh pastor established our, our 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 vision, our 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 mission very well, very easy is to loving God and loving people. Loving loving God with all our mind, all our heart, and all our soul, and loving people, loving unsaved people, loving saved people, loving, saved people, loving people that need Jesus. The church. His job is to prepare more than protect. Uh, I I love the analogy that someone gave. It was, um, I I, I used to play chess. Some people um, um, like chess. I I, I enjoy chess, Uh, but I haven't played in a long time. But they said the the best way uh, for you to be a, a better chess player is to play without the queens. And... For me, I remember as a chess player, is if I lost my queen, I'm done. I'm toast. I'll quit. I'll just put the king down and say, you know, I surrender, right? But when you start playing without the queens, you quickly realize how important are the, the rooks, the pawns, the bishops, the horses. And it's funny in this season of COVID how you, you kind of take away the gathering of the church. We realize how important teachers are. We realize how important um, gatherings are. We 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 realize how important that that Bible reading is, guys. Uh, f- from one day to the next, uh, you parents, um, moms and dads, you became the pastors, the true pastors of your home. And I think we saw that in in in, in full reality. We realize that prayer is very important. We realize that 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 faith is a must. Uh, woo, 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 woo there's all these things that could go on and on and on that 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 love is greatly needed all these elements of the christian life that guys i'm telling you that 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 today uh, our church is is here to prepare more than protect we're not a country club church we're here we're a hospital we we're, we're here to help heal to help uh, to help uh, develop to help encourage to extend grace to encourage people that hey there are new beginnings in Jesus but to prepare God's disciples for his work not only not only uh, do, may we never forget that the ch- the church's job is here to prepare more than protect but secondly the church is the, the church is an instrument more than a building the church is an instrument more then the building. I love what Ed Sester said. he said, this church is not a distributor of of religious goods and services that you go to. I think sometimes in church, uh, in the American church or just church in general, well, to go to church, to go to a good church, it has to it has to have uh, good programs and it has to have a very charismatic preacher and good music. And hey, I'll pick my church depending on what I like and my taste. But guys, I'll tell you this: church is more than the building. It's more than it's more than a gathering a group of people. It's an instrument. It's a tool. It's a tool that God wants to use to share the message of Jesus Christ. Not so, not so much that you, that you will feel safe when your kids are in kid church, or because you know you have an opportunity for you to to have your escape and and to and to and to take a break. And, I, and I'm thankful that church serves those things for some folks. A church is an instrument more than the building. God established church as a tool for the edifying, for the perfecting of saints, for the, for the verse 12, for the building up of the body of Christ. Man, what a great responsibility. And I tell you this, church, as all these gifts, even in 1 Peter 4.10, the Bible says, as each has receive a gift use it to serve one another as good shepherds as as to the manifold grace of God with all the tools you think about all the gifts and talents and abilities that God has blessed our church body and first peter says it here that we ought to use those gifts as a tool to serve one another not to not to fire at somebody on social media because they don't believe the same way you do. And by the way, let me just take a time out there and say, like, man, let, let's consider our neighbors when we're going to go on the rampage of, 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 of very strong opinions, not Bible, but just opinions. And then and we, we, we totally lose credibility with, <laughs> with, with our neighbors as far as, hey, come to our church. We, we will love on you. But man, if you, if you don't believe like us, we're going to shred you on, on social media. That's not, that, that's, that's, that's not the instrument and the tool God intended us for us to use. If anything, He is a tool to extend love and grace to, uh, to a community which God has called us to Wayne County to share with Him the love of Jesus, to serve one another. Guys, may, may we never forget during, the, during this time that church is an instrument more, more than a building. Church is an instrument more than building. A building. Number three is this. Verse 13, the Bible says, until we attain unto the unity of faith, until we come in the unity of faith of the knowledge of the Son of God unto the perfect man, the maturing man, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Jesus Christ. Can I tell you this? What a great reminder for me during this pandemic that maturity is a must. Maturity in Jesus Christ is an absolute must in the life of Marcus Osuna. If I'm not maturing as a Christian, pre-COVID, post-COVID, mid-COVID, I am in for a world of hurt. Continue reading what, what Paul's saying here. He says that we henceforth, why, why do we need to be mature Christians? It's because this, it's because we, that we, that we may not be children, tossed to and fro, carried up by every wind of doctrine, every, uh, by the slide of men, by the cunning craftiness whereby that they lie and wait to deceive. Can I tell you this? Ain't no greater time for us, for me and you to be maturing in Jesus Christ. Yeah, we can't meet for church like we used to. Yeah, you can't be under the preaching and the teaching like we used to. Thank God that we have media. We thank God that we we can meet on Sundays one time. Man, I'll tell you this. Um, I, I need to be maturing. When, when pastor would preach on Sunday and, and tell you, hey, now you're entering your mission field. What he's, what he was saying is, hey, now it's your responsibility to be mature and to grow in Christ, to go tell people about Jesus, to, to, to love God and love people. Because obviously, uh, when things were normal, uh, we met on Wednesdays and Sundays. But there was, Five other days out of the week that we had to fulfill our mission. And man, I'm telling you this, even now more, maturity is a must. Discipleship is a non-negotiable. We need to be teaching and preaching the word of God. We need to be students of the word daily. Parents, how's your family of worship? If you, I heard somebody say, if if, if your family of worship is still struggling now like it was before COVID? Time wasn't the problem. Time wasn't the issue. It was desire. I'm telling you this. There's, there's no. My, I, I'm a youth pastor. I mean, I'm, I, I'm for this generation. I, I, I believe God has called me to minister to this generation for a while. And I tell you this. I, um, there's, there's, there is, there is a great need for, for, for a revival in the home for maturity to be a must i think sometimes as parents we think yeah we're we're old we we're, we're developed we, we don't we don't need to read the bible like we we, we should we don't need a uh, 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 even in Ephesians, he says you can tell signs of maturity with thankfulness singing serving and and i feel like we we lose those things as we get older cuz we feel like we've developed and we've been in church a long time but i tell you this church parents it is not the will of God for you to be godly parents. It is the will of God for you to be godly. We need to be godly people. And, uh, maturity is a must. Then we see lastly here, not only do we, do we, may we never forget that the church's job is to prepare, prepare more than protect. That the church is an instrument more than the building. Not only do we need a, Remember that maturity is a must, but last, lastly, verse 15 and 16, the Bible says here, Paul's saying, rather speaking the truth in love, we are to grow in every way into the head, uh, into the head, into Christ, for whom the whole body joined together, compacted by every which joint supplieth according to the effectual working and the measure of every part maketh increase of the body unto the edifying of itself in love. Lastly, we never forget, church, that we need to love more and hate less. Love more and hate less. Jesus says, I mean, Paul's saying here that as as we grow and mature and the perfecting man, the maturing man, that we're going to understand the the great responsibility of speaking truth and love. And that our maturity in Christ leads us to be better compartments of this body that, that work perfectly together with love. So you take love out of the equation when, when there's the, the body and the spirit and the baptism, the Lord, and, and you take love out of that. It's almost impossible for it to be jointly fit together. It's a, Jesus is a perfect example. It says by, uh, for he so loved the world that he gave his son. Love was the motive for for him dying on the cross for us. Love should be our our desire. Love should be our common denominator. When when we are when we are reminded of of our responsibility as disciples, it is to to love our community. Can I tell you this? One thing that I've learned. And the season of life is that crisis brings change. And change rather fast. And um, there's been some opportunities that have opened up because of, of this change that we've had that I probably wouldn't have ever had if it wasn't for the pandemic. And I'm thankful that for... For not only my life, for the life of many other disciples, that that this has been a great time to share Jesus, that people are searching for hope, and there's no there's and and if you study every religion, if you study every religion, uh, you will find out there, there there's been books written about this that the Christian the Christian faith was the one that thrives better under crisis. Think about Jesus. He was beaten. He was crucified. He was ridiculed, mocked. But, but he still built his church. And it got stronger. You know, most, many religions, they're, 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 their leader dies, and they kind of they fade away with it, but not with, not, not with Christianity. It thrives under crisis. And I'll tell you this, church, There's a lot of people in your life right now that this crisis has opened the opportunity for you to love more. And man, there's no greater time for us to to be the body of Jesus, to extend that love to our community. May God help us. May God God help us that we would never forget these truths and um, that we would be better for it. Church, I love you. And uh, I love I love you, your children, and uh, pray with me about. Uh, everybody talks about the new normal. I don't know what I, I, I don't even know what to call anything anymore. Other than this, that we that, that our church will be better. Our church will be better because of the last three months, and it'd be stronger. Yeah, it had to be different, but that we we would be able to reach more people for Jesus. Because of the things we were re-reminded when crisis comes our way. Church, I appreciate your time today. Let us pray. Father, we love you. Thank you for our church. I pray, Father, for those that are hurting today, those that need a touch from you. Please keep our our church safe. Be with our young people, Lord. And thank you for your many blessings, Father. We don't take them for granted. In Christ's name, we do ask this. Amen.